Welcome back. We're here at the Cesar Chavez event for diversity. And we have our special guest today, Holly Figueroa from Steward Health Choices Choice Arizona. So Steward Health Choice Arizona. So Holly, welcome to the show. You bet. And share with me, what role do you play at Stewart? Sure. So uh, at Stewart Health Choice Arizona, I am the cultural competency administrator, and I also do tribal services for Stewart Health Choice. Okay, beautiful. Mm -hmm. So that kind of explains a little bit about why you're here today. Absolutely. Um, what's the value you create by coming to this event? Sure. So um, part of, well, my role as far as the cultural competency administrator for uh, the managed health care organization that uh, I work for is really um, about empowering and advocating for uh, cultural competencies um, within the healthcare system. Okay. So, you know, when we are thinking about, you know, what is it that we bring ourselves to um, a health exchange, um, the language, the history, the traditions, those types of things, um, really making sure that that is infused um, throughout our healthcare agency. Mm -hmm. um, language interpretation, how we interpret, um, you know, information that we receive from physicians and counselors and those types of things are really key pieces to um, ensuring that, you know, we're getting those positive out health outcomes uh, that we were talking about today um, in, in the conference. Uh, and then from a tribal perspective, you know, we have um, about uh, the probably one of the largest, the state that has the largest concentration of Native Americans uh, in our state. So ensuring that, you know, our tribal partners and our tribal members are also getting the care and the services that they need. But also uh, a big part of my role is to also, um, you know, make sure that our providers are knowledgeable and that they know how to work with some of our tribal um, agencies and our tribal uh, partners as they are all um, sovereign. And so making sure that they understand that process mm -hmm. and how that what that means for them. So how do you build that collaborative relationship with tribal cult culture and traditional healthcare specialists. Mm -hmm. How do you bridge that gap and, and make it seamless? Sure. So uh, a lot of travel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of travel. Um, I certainly, I um, am from the Hopi tribe, so uh, that's one out of many, however, but it's a lot of travel. It's a lot of um, relationship building. So face-to-face -face has really been uh, steward health choices, best practice, you know, for... Mm -hmm. Um, making sure that those relationships stay strong um, and that that information is all there as we're very transparent with our tribal partners as well. Um, we work very hard in making sure that um, they have all the same information that we have and then and, and vice versa. Uh, as we know, our tribal uh our tribal partners have their own uh, government structures and healthcare structures. And so, you know, serving as that bridge, if you will, from, you know, from um, our side to the tribal side and the tribal side to our partners, making sure and our providers, making sure that they understand what that care coordination piece needs to look like. And that was also a really big part of the conversation today was ensuring that we're be able to provide the best care coordination to 
our members that we possibly can. Mm -hmm. Now, do you run into resistance around this and and maybe misconceptions yes. that you need to break down? Absolutely, and, and and I always share this this story when we talk about care coordination and and for those of us who have been in this uh, industry for quite some time, um, we had a, a very clear instance that we had a, a tribal family who wasn't familiar with um, some of our partners and they had a family member who was in service, uh, in care, um, and while transitioning out of the hospital, uh, the hospital social worker brought in Jewish family services to meet with the family, and so the family was like, wait, I don't understand why they're bringing the Jewish family to, to our, you know, it was a mm -hmm. traditional Native American family, and so, you know, kind of stepping in and say, you know, we have to also think that, you know, this family is not familiar, might not be comfortable hearing about uh, another cultural, if you will, you know, mm -hmm. that was their perception coming in to uh, kind of help in some of their health care needs. Um, you know, them thinking, are they going to come at me with some Jewish type tradition and culture and that mm -hmm. type of thing? So, you know, uh, making sure that we're all aware that a lot of times, you know, how we perceive and what we think um, isn't necessarily what what's happening. And so, yeah. uh, you know, we're there to kind of help with those care coordination pieces as well. Right, right. Well, and that's a common thread that we've heard about today. It's the, the, the perceptions mm -hmm. and uh, that doesn't necessarily mean the reality of it. Correct. So um, share with me some of the take, you've had an opportunity to listen to the conference today. Mm -hmm. uh, what are some of the takeaways that um, listeners you think are walking out the door that they didn't have today? What is some of the value they were able to create? I think, you know, I've been coming to this conference and have been helping plan this conference for about four or five years now. And I think every year there's always a new takeaway. And I think with this year, um, with our whole integration piece, I think it's realizing that there are uh, so many moving parts to our um our whole health care and you know what does that look like and how are we mindful of each other and how can we collaborate best mm -hmm. so I think the biggest part um, for me was the justice piece mm -hmm. um, you know having Therese Wagner here was really um, inspirational for me because that is a, a population um, that we work with quite a bit but also you know seeing Kellyanne Wild from um, Arizona Coalition for Military Families and Dr. Leonard from IHS uh, really, truly seeing that integration um, with partners as well. And so just, you know, empowering everyone to realize that we don't necessarily have to have all the answers and that this truly is a journey. And, you know, when you go on those road trips, you know, sometimes you have to stop off for a little pit stop or just kind of re, uh, rejuvenate yourself. So mm -hmm. this, uh, in, in, in my mind, is, is part of those things. You have to kind of slow down and take in everything so that mm -hmm. we can move forward in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Well, and you bring up a point, and we talked a little bit earlier about compassion fatigue, mm -hmm. and so um, you've seen a lot, and you travel a lot, and how do you fend off and take care of yourself and not get burned out? 
and stay out of that compassion fatigue? That's an excellent question. Um, well, for me, uh, I shared with the group today and moderated the integration uh, panel this morning. And uh, I come from um, the Hopi tribe uh, in northeastern Arizona uh, and also come from a military family. And so in my tribal work, I hear a lot about uh, adolescent suicide attempt mm. ideation and completion. It's a big part of my care coordination piece. Um, and it can get really heavy. That in itself can get really heavy. Um, I have a family of my own, and you know, being away from family sometimes can be challenging and sometimes just overwhelming trying to help coordinate and educate. Uh, so for me, is really kind of going back and um, going back to my roots, you know, going back home to the reservation, connecting with my family, going home and hugging my children and my husband is really um, good. And just making sure that I'm taking time to spend with my family mm -hmm. um, and, and participating in my own cultural traditions and ceremonies and that type of thing really mm -hmm. helped me. So I'm really thankful that I have, you know, those types of outlets to really kind of help with uh, a lot of that weight that I carry sometimes. Mm. And so then I can come back and I feel rejuvenated and empowered to be able to just keep going. Mm -hmm. Well, and clearly you have a passion for what you're doing. And so filling your cup up and recharging those batteries is so important. Um, as we close out today, what other aspects would you like uh, the listeners to hear about Stuart and, and how do they reach out and learn more? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I've been with Stuart for quite some time and I, I'm really um, proud to say that uh, we have an excellent traditional practitioners program uh, for our tribal members. Um, we are uh, very on board with mental health first aid. I'm a, a certified mental health first aid trainer so I always encourage community to take the opportunity um, to become educated and to be allies to a lot of our different populations that we serve um, and just really to be that person to help reduce the stigma and stereotypes that are associated uh, with mental illness and, and some of the a lot of the other illnesses that we um, don't necessarily are, are knowledgeable about. So as community members, being open to being educated and taking that opportunity to help where we can, whether it's just sitting there and listening to somebody talk or, you know, making a phone call for somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we all have that opportunity. And, and if I recall, I remember, I don't know who said it today but a lot of this you know we we are all responsible and we can all take part in how we um, are able to create wellness within our communities mm. well holly thank you for doing more than your part <laughs> uh, in really making a difference in your community and integrating this um, throughout the state so thank, thank you so much thank for being you. a guest today thank you mm -hmm.